Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Nicole and you are listening to Pray the Word. And we are a podcast where we like to pray the Word of God in relationship with Him. And we like to be still and listen as we pray this out for His purposes and plans for our local church and our region. And our hope is, is that we want to agree with you in prayer. And as you pray with us, we are agreeing with you in prayer for God's purposes and plans for your local church and your region. And thank you for agreeing with us and the prayers that we are sowing, sowing, sowing into our region as well. Um, It's been pretty exciting to see what God is doing. Exciting isn't always like happy, joyful, jump around, but um, we see, um, I would say fruit, I would say change, Um, a breaking up of things in good ways um, as we sow prayer. And we know that you you can't sow something. You can't put something into the ground, um, any kind of seeds, without something coming up um, and fruit bearing. So if it's good seed and good soil, and God's word is good seed, and we believe that this region and the region that you're in is good soil. And so are you. So thank you for praying with us. Thank you for agreeing with us. We pray with you. We agree with you. We listen to God's purposes and plans with you, even as you listen with us. And it's just so good. This is unity in the body coming together to pray, um, even in the midst of all the storm that we are in. Um, there is peace with Jesus. And so we we pray his word out in the midst of the chaos because he's in the boat with us and he is our peace. Um, so we are in Hebrews chapter six. We've prayed through uh, chapters one through six up to verse 12. And now we're going to keep praying. And, and our thing is just to pray until Holy Spirit highlights something. And then we pray that out and then continue on. So thank you for joining us in prayer. So Holy Spirit, I'm just, again, so grateful to get to come before you, with you, and to listen, especially to listen what your heart is as we pray the word of God out. I pray for the one who is listening right now that you would illuminate places that you want them to pause the podcast and just pray out things. We pray for the people in their sphere of influence that they would see the one who is listening and be drawn to the hope that they have within them, be drawn to the fragrance of Christ within them, be drawn to the light of Christ that is within them, Jesus. And the peace of God would permeate the one who is listening so much that when people walk into the room where this one is, they just sense just a release and a a peace and a settledness. God, I thank you. Recenter us, I pray. Refocus us, I pray, on King Jesus. You you are enthroned above the circle of the earth, God, and you have all things under your control. Help us to enter into that realm of peace, Jesus, and to throw off everything that hinders that peace. In your name we pray. Hebrews chapter 6, starting in verse 13 using the Passion Translation. Now when God made a promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater than himself, he swore an oath on his own integrity to keep the promise as sure as God exists. 
So he said, have no doubt. I promise to bless you over and over and give you a son and multiply you without measure. So Abraham waited patiently in faith and succeeded in seeing the promise fulfilled. It is very common for people to swear an oath by something greater than themselves, for the oath will confirm their statements and end all dispute. So in the same way, God wanted to end all doubt and confirm it even more forcefully to those who would inherit his promises. His purpose was unchangeable, so God added his vow to the promise. So it is impossible for God to lie, for we know that his promise and his vow will never change. God, I I thank you that we are part of, um, we are the partakers of the promises of Abraham because we have placed our faith in you, you God, and the fulfillment of what you have promised will bring to pass. Our faith is the same as Abraham who we believe and you've credited to us as righteousness. We are children of Abraham as well. And the promises that we inherit, inherit, you wanted to end all doubt and confirm the promises that you gave to us. You didn't have to do that because you're God, but you chose to do that. You wanted to do that because you wanted there to be no room for doubt. You added your vow, your own vow, God. You added your own vow, which if we stop and think about that for a moment, Lord, you you did that for us because we are so fickle and we're so doubtful. You are exactly who you say you are. You are not a man that you should lie. And yet you added a vow for our sake, not yours, our sake, for our sake. The ultimate truth teller also vowed that he was telling the truth and that he would bring his promise to pass to those that would inherit. What does it say? So in the same way, in verse 17, so in the same way, God wanted to end all doubt and confirm it even more forcefully to those who would inherit his promises. That's us. Oh, brother, sister, God loves you so much. He doesn't want you to doubt and he doesn't want you to fear and he wants you to trust him. He wants me to do the same. Father, thank you. Thank you. We are the inheritors of your promises. We are children of Abraham because we have believed as Abraham believed. It says in another place in scripture. And because of that, the promises are for us too. Starting uh, in verse 18b, well, 18. So it is impossible for God to lie. For we know that his promise and his vow will never change. And now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness. This is where we find his strength and comfort. For he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time. An unshakable hope. We have this certain hope. 
like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God himself. Our anchor of hope is fastened, fastened to the mercy seat which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold and where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone in before us. He is now and forever our royal priest like Miss Kizildek. God, it's impossible for you to lie. So any promise of yours is yes and amen in Christ. Think on. I ask to the one who is listening, think on the promises that God has given to you. What has he said? Those are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. And now we run into his heart and hide ourselves in his faithfulness. God, I thank you that your faithfulness is something that we can run into and hide ourselves in. We can be completely covered and enclosed by your faithfulness. We can find ourselves wrapped in your faithfulness. Others have been faithless, including ourselves, but you are faithful to the end, Jesus, and we can run into your heart and hide ourselves there. This is where we find your strength, God, and this is where we find your comfort in your faithfulness. We find strength because if you are faithful to accomplish the things that you have promised to us, we have the strength and the ability to grab hold of those promises and walk it out boldly because you have promised. We find our comfort, Lord, in your faithfulness because even as the world is chaotic and the world systems and the world kingdoms tell us different things will come, your faithfulness says differently. Your word says differently. You are sovereign and you have things under your control. And when it looks like everything has been upended, we run and hide ourselves into your faithfulness and there is where we find comfort. So I speak comfort over the one who is listening today. I speak hope over the one that is listening today and strength. Our God is the God of faithfulness. In him, we can run right now and hide ourselves in his faithfulness. And there we find our strength and comfort. You empower us. God, this is the grace that you even empower us to seize what has already been established ahead of time, an unshakable hope. God, you give us your faithfulness to hide. We run into it and we find our strength and comfort. And beyond that, God, you give us the empowering to grab hold of hope. And you've established this hope. Father, you've established hope in this season of time. Right now, you have established hope for us ahead of time. Ahead of time. You're not building something right now, God, because this season has been so chaotic and now you're trying to build something. Everything, God, that we need for life and godliness has already been established and has already been built for us ahead of time. And we have the ability to grab hold of hope because of the empowering of your spirit. So, Father, I ask for the one who has just been decimated, Lord, in this season, who is not finding hope, who is discouraged, who is dismayed, who is fearful, God, that right now, in this moment, (sighs) beloved one, put your hands out and ask for God to empower you to grab hold of hope. 
God, I'm doing it myself. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, you are a promise keeper. Would you fill us as our hands are out with the power to grab hold of hope right now? Help this one to see it. Help us to experience your hope, God, even as we experience your faithfulness, your strength, your comfort. Thank you that your hope is certain. Is certain. As it says in verse 19, we have this certain hope. We have it established ahead of time. Unshakable. We have a certain hope, like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God Himself. God, I speak to the one who has felt unmoored, who has felt um, removed from you alone. Jesus, I speak hope, unshakable, anchored, anchored to God Himself. I think of those who I love deeply who need this word, God, and I intercede for them. Would you give her hope, God? Would you, in the midst of so much disappointment, give her hope, unshakable? Would you remind her again how her heart is tethered to hope? Her soul is tethered to you. God, you are unmovable, unshakable, and all that is happening around is I believe, Lord, helping us see what is unshakable, what is unshakable, and we are tethered to the unshakable one. We are okay. We stand on solid ground in Jesus. Our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat, which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold and where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone in before us. Jesus, Jesus, you are the door into the most holy place. And you are our high priest who is interceding for us because of your very blood. We have been invited to come into intimacy into the most holy place i speak to the one god who has been staying at the threshold the doorway which is the cross which is beautiful it's beautiful but we were not meant to live in the doorway we were meant to come in and find our home in the most intimate place in the holy of holies with our father We were meant to come in and be at home unashamed before the mercy seat because Jesus, our high priest, and our brother is there interceding even now for us. Oh God, I speak rest and peace to each of us to come in and fully find our home restful, peaceful, in the intimate, the secret place with God our Father because Jesus our brother is there and we are filled with Holy Spirit.
Thank you for inviting us into community. Thank you for inviting us into communion with you, God. Thank you that you are unshakable and a shaking time. Thank you that our souls are tethered to yours. Thank you that we have hope. Thank you, Jesus, that you have gone in before us. And you are now and forever a royal priest like Mekizeldek. Thank you for making offerings for us continually. Your blood speaks a better word. Jesus, I do. Again, just pray for the one who needs peace, that your peace would now cascade over them. They would experience your peace and rest in your name, Jesus. And let them just sit here a while. Just sit here a while. Even as this podcast ends, just sit in your presence. Jesus' name.